whether mistaken for a demon or god, many tales have been told of the darkened blade, but few know his real name, or the story of his fall. In ancient times, long before desert suns swallowed the empire, a mighty champion of Shurima was brought before the sun disk to become the avatar for a now forgotten celestial ideal. Remade as one of the ascended, his wings were the golden light of dawn, and his armor sparkled like a constellation of hope from beyond the great veil. Aatrox was his name. He was at the vanguard of every noble conflict. So true and just was his conduct, that other god-warriors would always gather at his side, and ten thousand mortals of Shrima marched behind him. When Setaka, the ascended warrior queen, called for his help against the rebellion of Ikathia, Aatrox answered without hesitation. But no one predicted the extent of the horror that the rebels would unleash. The void quickly overwhelmed its Ikathian masters and began the grinding annihilation of all life it encountered. After many years of desperate battle, Aatrox and his brethren finally halted the Void's perverse advance and seared the largest rift shut. But the surviving ascended, the self-described Sunborn, had been forever changed by what they had encountered. Though Shurima had triumphed, they all had lost something in their victory, even noble Aatrox. And in time, Shurima fell, as all empires must. Without any monarch to defend, or the existential threat of the void to test them, Aatrox and the Sunborn began to clash with one another, and eventually this became a war for the ruins of their world. Mortals fleeing the conflict came to know them instead by a new and scornful name. The Darken. Fearing that these falling ascended, were as dangerous to Renateur's survival as the void incursions had been, the Targonians intervened. It is said that the aspect of the twilight gave mortals the knowledge to trap the Darken, and the newly reborn aspect of war united many in fighting back against them. Never fearing any foe, Aatrox and his armies were ready, and he realized only too late that they had been deceived. A force greater than a thousand dead sons pulled him inside the sword he had carried into battle countless times, and forever bound his mortal essence to it. The weapon was a prison, sealing his consciousness in suffocating eternal darkness, robbing him even of the ability to die. For centuries he strained against his hellish confinement, until some nameless mortal was foolish enough to try and wield the blade once more. Aatrox seized upon this opportunity, forcing his will and an imitation of his original form onto his bearer, though the process quickly drained all life from new body. In the years that followed, Aatrox groomed many more posts, men and women of exceptional vitality of fortitude. Though his grasp of such magics had been limited in life, he learned to take control of a mortal in the span of a single breath, 
and in battle he discovered he could feast on his victims to build himself even larger and stronger. Aatrox travelled the land, searching desperately, endlessly, for a way to return to his previous ascended form. But the riddle of the blade proved unsolvable, and in time he realised he would never be free of it. The flesh he stole and crudely shaped began to feel like a mockery of his former glory, a cage only slightly larger than the sword. The spur and loafing grew in his heart. The heavenly powers that Aatrox had once embodied had been wiped from the world and all memory. Raging against this injustice, he arrived at a solution that could only be born of a prisoner's desperation. If he could not destroy the blade or free himself, then he would embrace oblivion instead. Now, Aatrox marches toward this merciless goal, bringing war and death wherever he goes. He clings to a blind hope. If he can drive all of creation into a final, apocalyptic battle, where everything else is destroyed, then maybe he and the blade will also cease to exist.